Welcome to Any Way You Want It. I'm your host, Halen McDuff. I'm an LA-based coach for women who want to create lives based on desire. Here on the show, we like to have real conversations about sex, relationships, and life through talks with everyday people, experts, friends, and everything in between, I give you a plethora of options, different relationship models, new mindsets, perspectives, and paradigms. Listen for what sounds interesting to you and follow that. This is just the beginning of you having a life designed entirely from the specificity of your desire. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Any Way You Want It. Um, today, I'm just so honored um, to have, yeah, like, I'll, I'll just say, like, my friend and student and uh, fellow women's coach here joining me. Um, I have Caitlin Lilly here. Hi, Caitlin. Hi, Kaylin. Thank you so much. <laughs> Y'all, you're going to have to keep our names straight for this episode. She has a T. I do not. Very important distinction. <laughs> and exact same spelling with no T. Right. Exactly. It's not uh, it's not a common thing that I find. Usually people like throw in a Y or, you know, okay. a K. Yeah. <laughs> exact same spelling so when I say yeah I'm like Caitlin hold the tea this is literally what I'm talking about y'all um how are you doing I am doing great yeah today was like just all all about me all calls for me so today's feeling like a really good grounded day mama taking care of herself yeah uh amazing well um i i'm excited for our conversation today i uh you know i mentioned this uh to you caitlin that i've really just been and and for those you know my listeners who have been listening for a while you know that i've sort of been like uh just playing with some different uh ways that i want to do my podcast you know because i noticed a few months ago i was like oh i need to like switch the energy up here. You know, I've been, uh, doing this show for like, man, almost, yeah. Like a, maybe like a year and a half or something. Wow. And I've had so many beautiful conversations. Um, and I've, you know, mostly been releasing an episode like every week, right. For that period of time. And so I think we're close to like 80 episodes or something. Amazing. Yeah. It's like really wild. Um, and so, yeah, one of the things that I've just been desiring is, to just be having like conversations with the women who are just like already in my life. You know, <laughs> I love expanding my circle. I'm like, I will just always naturally do that. I just know I'm reliable to do that. And there's something that I, yeah, I'm just coming to where I'm like, oh my God, like I'm, I'm just surrounded by amazing women who are on this path. Like I, I feel so, um, I feel really wealthy you know, in that sense. And so part of what I really want to do is to uh, spread that wealth and be like, y'all, like if you keep doing this work and going down this path, like there's just an abundance of people in the world that are, you know, that you can surround yourself with. 
Yeah. Um, and you are one of those women, Caitlin. <laughs> well, thank you, Caitlin. And like, yeah, I really see the wealth of the women that you surround yourself with. It's been very expansive for me to see your group and how, um, how everyone just like has their own thing, but there's this collective energy between you all that brings you together. It's so beautiful. So that feels like such an honor to be included in your circle of women. Yeah, totally. It's, um, it's, it's all, uh, it's very fluid, you know, and over time, I feel like I've just really seen, I'm like, oh, wow. Like I can only see the divinity of like each woman sometimes in the rear view mirror, like, oh, she was brought into my life to like ha have me learn this thing or have me see this thing or, you know, what support me through that thing. And, um, yeah. So I just, I really like trust it all. And I'm like, Oh, like, I can't wait to see what, you know, it's like, I I'm just getting to know you over the last number of months. And I'm like, Oh, I'm just so curious, like whatever wants to be revealed in our connection. Mm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Well, I'd love to share like my first when I met you. Is that okay? Yeah. Oh, totally. I love it. <laughs> my, when I met you at the immersion, we, when we did that weekend long immersion together and you were there as a holder and I was there as a participant right. um, and I witnessed your love and holding of another woman. Mm. I was like, I want that. And <laughs> I actually, it actually made me cry at some point. Um, the interaction between the two of you, it was a little, there was a bit of friction and your heart was just so open to her with love. And as I witnessed that, I was like, I, I want to be held with that level of love when I come with my armor on. I want someone to like see me deeply enough to be like, mm -mm, I, I'm here and I love you. I'm here and I love you. And so it was just like, yeah, to be brought to tears by the level of love that you expressed. And then on the last week, excuse me, on the last day of the immersion, I found out that you were going to be my pod leader. And I was just so excited to get to like bathe in your love. Yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh. I remember you told me a version of that and I actually, I kind of, I think I had kind of forgotten about that. So yeah, so much for represencing that. Wow. Mm, that is such a, such an honor to, uh, to receive. Yeah. It's wow. The heart opening piece. I mean, I'm just like, Oh, I'm going to be learning about this for the rest of my life. It mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Sometimes it's easier than others. Oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, well, and to, and to give people a little, you know, a little context, like what are we, what are we talking about this immersion? Um, I have been, um, I working with, uh, my, my two good friends, Ellie and Amy, they are running a, um, a, like a feminine leadership program right now. And, um, as part of that, you know, they were like, Hey, Kaylin, like, would you be willing to back us? This is like completely unreasonable. <laughs> <laughs> and we want you there with us to be backing us, helping us hold it. 
um, you know, leading a small group of women in a pod. Um, and, uh, and I said, yes, you know, and it's, uh, it's been such a, um, such a beautiful journey to like support my friends in this, um, and to just look at my own leadership and to really like support, you know, the women who are in our pod. So, so I have Caitlin and then three other, um, amazing women that are, you know, that are part of my pod. And, um, and so then, you know, Caitlin said, Hey, like, I I'd love to like be on your podcast and y'all know I respond to desire. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I want to be on the show, like send me a note, you know, like you don't have to, honestly, when people, I get people pitching me, like multiple times a week, I could just be like, just responding to pitches. And I, I just say no to all of those. Cause they're not like, they're just not authentic for me. But when like somebody in my life, you know, is like, Oh, like sends me a message where I can actually feel them and I can feel their desire. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. I will serve that all day long. <laughs> Love a woman who responds to desire. <laughs> Knew it had to be a, an audio message, not a text message, so you could feel me and feel my turn on. Yeah, totally. So um, I really, you know, I really acknowledge you for that. And and again, anyone who's listening, that's like, wait a minute, maybe I want to talk about desire. Like, come at me. I love it. I'm here for it. Um, okay. So let me just see if there's anything else. Um, I think, I think I just want to like jump into the conversation. Um, you know, well, I will say, you know, I guess, uh, I, I shared like kind of how Caitlin and I are connected, but if you're like, okay, who is Caitlin in the world? Um, she is a women's coach um, and she really um, supports moms to move from just like martyrdom and like resentment into um, just embodying their desires, you know, and she's really like shifting the script on like, here's what is possible in um, in motherhood, which is so, uh, which is so important, I think, because, you know, I think sometimes like moms can look at this feminine path and be like, oh, that's nice. For like, I was talking to a friend the other day, she was like, oh, you LA bitches. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's nice for you. <laughs> But I don't know if I could have it. Um, and so and and Caitlin made a career shift after 10 years of working in uh, pediatrics and four years in like customer relations and social media. You know, she's really taken on this uh, on this coaching piece um, and bringing in like Reiki and breath work and just all of her um, magic. And so we're just going to have a chat today um, and just see what feels alive, what feels turned on and um, just let you all feel us. So um, with that, I just, um, yeah, what are you like, what's on your heart right now, Caitlin? Yeah, well, the first thing that feels on my heart is um, I'd love to share this experience I had at a retreat last weekend. So I'll backtrack just a little bit. Um, 
my oldest is 15. I have two kids, almost five and almost 15. Um, and like, so I've been on a journey. I had my, my first one at 19. So I felt like I really had to be like the best mom. Like I was so young and I felt like I had to prove to everyone that I could do it. So I've, I've really been over the last few years, I recognize that and I've been shedding so much of that. And it's like, you get to the point where you think you've shed it all and then you haven't. So the, the experience that I had last weekend at the retreat was we were doing this workshop where they invited us to bring forward an identity that we were ready to shed. Mm. The, the identity that I was ready to shed was single mom. Um, so it's like, of course, I'm not today shedding that. Like I, I still am, but right. it was the energy behind it. There was like this kind of like victim, uh, victim energy that I was wanting to shed behind this single mom energy. Mm -hmm. So she invited us to close our eyes and look in the mirror and see what costume we had on when we envisioned ourselves as single mom. And I saw myself with this like four inch thick metal, almost like collar that was around my neck, around my mouth and around my heart around my pussy. So there was like four um, really thick collars that were holding me. And it, it was like on the mouth, it was like, be quiet, don't speak, don't express yourself. Mm -hmm. And similar on the throat, just like keeping that throat chakra locked up. And then on my heart, just like not I'm not quite sure what the heart one was. It was maybe limiting some expression of love. And then on my pussy, it was just like, you're a mother, like don't express your sexuality. Um, keep it quiet. That's, that's unsafe. Like you can't let people know that you're sexual as a mother. Uh, and so, damn, that's some powerful imagery. Can we just like, yeah, <laughs> appreciate that for a minute. Yeah. Whoa. It was really intense. And I was like, what? I've done so much work on this. Mm -hmm. How is this still here? Mm -hmm. And so then she invited us to actually physically like take the costume off. So I was like picturing the lock and like actually bringing my hand to my, to my neck and like unlocking the collar and taking it off and it, feeling the weight of it on my hand and putting it down and taking off the other three and then seeing how our bodies felt with the, the costume or the energy behind that identity taken off and I felt so much like lighter and I felt so much freedom mm -hmm. um and then she invited us to try on a new costume of she invited us to try on a new costume of who who do we want to be and there was uh hold on I'm gonna pause I lost my train of thought 
So she invited us to try on this new costume. And I, the costume that I picked out out of the closet was this like hot pink mini skirt with this like white crop top. And it was like, oh my gosh. I noticed where as a mother, I let myself dress like dress up a bit like I'm not you know in like sweats and uh, a t-shirt every day but I won't let myself like fully go there I I realized I'm still holding on to this belief that moms who try really hard or look really good don't take care of their children oh I know they're taking so much time taking care of themselves that they're not taking care of their their kids. And I'm like, this isn't even a belief. I don't even believe that. There, this is just from somewhere like deep in my subconscious that I was taught that. So yeah, just recognizing like where I don't, where I'm not fully expressed in in like my clothing or my hair or my makeup because I am taking that to mean I'm not a good mom. Whoa. Oh, what was it like to really like see that head on? It was, I had a lot of empathy for myself in that moment. I was like, oh, of course you thought that you, that's what you were taught. And you, and that doesn't have to be true. And it was like just identifying it. I didn't even know that was there. So just identifying where I'm limiting myself was like, ah, great. Now that I've identified it, like now I can be more expressed now that I've seen it. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. It's so freeing to be like, wow. Okay. I didn't know that was under the hood. Right. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> it's really, um, you know, I want to like zoom in on this piece about identity, right? Because mm. it's real. This one is, uh, it's very nuanced. And um, let's see. So you right? You said like, okay, single mom. Wait, what's the thing I actually want to say here? Well, the facts are that you are raising your children. By like essentially by yourself or not with the father of your children, right? That's right. like the actual facts. Okay. And then uh there's like this like identity of like single mom. Right. And so that's like the thing that we're that you're pointing to, right? Is that like, yes, of course, like that is it is true right that first thing that we said the actual facts but then there's this whole thing this whole identity that you created that that like you know that many single moms probably you know I imagine identify with or or, or have their different versions with yeah and um I think this is so like it's just such an important piece because people cling to their identities as like, oh, this is that it's true though. I am a single mom. Right. So like, 
you have like, don't you feel sorry for me or whatever, you know, version, you know, it's like, I could do that with like multiple sclerosis. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> it's like, but I'm just like, I don't even, I'm like, that is a diagnosis that I received. And I don't even like, I don't, I, I just don't put that much attention on it because it's not, it's like not who I am. Yeah, we did some excavation around how has that identity served us. Oh, my God. So what I came to was like, how has the single mom identity served me? It served me um, in getting getting like out of things Mm -hmm. like people feel feel bad where I'm like, Oh, the kids, I can't, there's no one to help. And they're like, Oh my gosh, of course. And it is true to a point, but I've absolutely used it to one, to get out of things. And two, I've used it as a way to distance myself. Yeah. Like it's a really good armor. Like Mm -hmm. I am not available. Uh, please back off. And they totally get it. And it's such a good, it was, it has been a good way for me to block intimacy. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) That one. Mm, And it's so juicy. Oh my God. Sing single motherhood. Like I don't have the capacity to connect with you. How can I possibly open my heart when I have these other living beings who are relying on me? Right. (laughs) You know, it's like mom, I think moms do that in general. And then you add the layer of like, Oh, single mom and whatever we make that mean. Right. And it's just like such a, uh, such a place where you can like close your heart. Yeah. Yeah. And like the other thing was this one, I I don't love, but Hey, I was like, Oh, I haven't had to pay for everything. (laughs) Like it's been such a spot where people are like, Oh, it's okay. Just come. Or it's okay. I got you like, just come to the workshop, just whatever. And to an extent it's true. It's like, we live in Los Angeles. It's very expensive it there's I'm one income so yes it is not the same as having dual income and there's truth behind it but that has really served me to just be like oh amazing thank you so much I don't have to pay for it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and this is an interesting one this is a sneaky one because there I feel I don't know I'm curious like how it is for you but I I sort of see like two sides of this coin like in one sense it's like the universe is like so generous and like providing for you and you can just receive that and then it's like what's the shadow underneath that that's like please play into my victimhood and don't relate to me from my greatness and then give me free things. Exactly. And I can feel like the frequency of my energy behind it. Yeah. Like, yeah, sometimes it's just incredible to just receive. Right. And I can feel when I'm seeking it Uh or being like, you want me to pay for this? I'm a single mother. Like, I don't use those words, but that's the frequency of my energy Uh um, that I am aware of. And yeah, it is a sneaky one. It can go both ways. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's really, um, yeah, I really, I really appreciate you just the, your attention on the energy of it. Cause it's like, that's all that matters. Everybody, <laughs> You can like ask, ask for something from so many different places. And so just to notice like, oh, where am I asking for this from like, you know, a disempowered identity? Yeah. From my victimhood. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Wow. OK, well, I'm just I feel like I'm like really getting a really getting a whole new um, a whole new picture of your life. And mm-hmm. the yeah, I just love this uh, this new layer that's being lifted off right now. Damn. Yeah. And like going on the retreat itself this last weekend was its own portal yeah, in motherhood. <laughs> mm-hmm. like getting the childcare and um, am I really going to go for four days? Maybe I could just go for two or that's so much to ask for someone to watch them for four days. And hey. I had to like cancel two appointments and skip a graduation party and like cancel brunch with my grandma. And it's just like, where I see where I want to limit my havingness. Oh yeah. And like, it's just such a practice, like lean in, like you, you felt the yes in your body when you heard about it, like stand for yourself, get the childcare, do the thing you're talking about. (laughs) Totally. Totally. Yeah. I feel like, um, I want you to like riff a little bit on this piece, you know, cause it's, um, I always, I mean, so I'm, I'm planning to be a mom and I'm not a mom yet. Right. And, um, and there are moms that like come into, you know, the, onto this feminine path and come into my work, you know, and, um, and the truth is like, right. I can like offer them reflections, right. From just like, Oh, yep. I'm just an outsider. I'm just seeing the things over here. And there's something different about it. Like coming from an actual mom, you know? Yeah. And I'm curious, oh man, I just, um, I was texting with, with a mom the other day, um, actually about my, uh, about my retreat and I literally, I'm not going to, you know, share the person, but, um, man, I just got so sad actually, um, you know, because I felt her desire. Yeah. And then I just see the places where it's so normal for moms to stop, where it's like, they just like, can't give it to themselves, you know? And it's, again, I'm like, I haven't been gone through this experience. So I'm like, I can understand it on one level and on another, another level. I'm like, Oh, I'll get it on a deeper level when I'm there. Yeah. But I want to know like what you want to Well, actually, let me just read this. She was like, oh, I can't take that much time away from my little guy right now. He's well into the terrible twos and we need all hands on deck. Mm. Mm. Like, oh, gosh, you know, I do know. I so know that spot. 
it's like, I just have so much compassion for that. Cause sometimes I'm like, I can barely take care of myself and I'm just me, you know, I need so much care. Yeah. So I'm just curious, like what not, you know, I, what you want to say to moms, like in that spot. Beautiful. Yeah. In that spot, what I've come to, what I've come to recognize is if I get to that spot where I'm a yes, my whole body is alive with a yes. And I don't go because of childcare. I will resent my children. Ah, yes, totally. If I, so like I pictured, I was struggling to find childcare for the retreat because I found out about it really last minute. And for a minute it was, it was good. It was a little hairy. And I thought I wasn't going to be able to make it happen. And as I sat down and pictured myself being home that weekend, Mm -hmm. this like intense resentment towards them started to build. I was like, I felt trapped. I felt unable to express myself. I felt this like stagnation Mm -hmm. and I felt so angry with them that I couldn't do what I wanted because of them. Uh So saying yes to things that I want and not allowing childcare or like staying home with them because they need me. um, Yeah. It's just like, Oh, I'm actually not willing to participate in resenting them. Oh my gosh. Yes. And the other part I want to say is what was the other part I wanted to say? Oh, come to me. Yeah. Well, and oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. The other part I wanted to say was just like, it's such societal conditioning Like if you take care of yourself, you're selfish. It's almost like the part I mentioned about the, it's like the clothing that, that conditioning I had around. If I dress really well, I don't take care of my kids. It's like that, um, times 10, like, Oh, if you go on a retreat for four days or, you know, however long your retreat is, you're not a good mother. And that is such an intense, it's like a visceral feeling that comes up in the body of like, no, I am. I love my kids. And even like that sensation coming up in the body, even like picturing the idea of someone thinking that you're a bad mom can produce such like mama bear chemicals in your body that it's like, you almost start to believe their projections on you, or there's such a feeling that you are a bad mom if you're not there 24 seven. Right. And it's like, this is so wild to me because I'm like, you are a conscious mom, you know? And it's like, if you're having all these thoughts about, you know, conditioning and just like, oh my God, I'm not going to be a good mom if I'm not there every single moment of every single day. You know, I just think about like all of the moms out there who like haven't had the benefit, you know, of like being able to be held in like looking at some of these belief patterns. Yeah. You know, it's like, damn. Um, one other thing I want to say is like, 
why I am able to do things like go on four day retreats and do it without, there's a little guilt, I won't lie, but it's really small at this point because what I've come to realize is like, if I let my children think that when I had them, my life stopped, that's a huge burden to put on them. Like if I had a friend who said to me, hey, Caitlin, I used to have so much fun in my life. I used to just like go places and do things. And then when we became friends, I just started staying home and hating my life. I mean, like that would feel so awful. And that is the message we're giving our children. And it's such a burden to put on them. Mm -hmm. Totally. Well, and you know, one other thing I just want to call out that, um, that I really hear in what you shared, um, in response to my question of like, I don't know, like, what do you want to say to women who are like, uh, freaking doing something for myself? What are you talking about? I have a two-year-old over here. (laughs) Yeah. Um, what I really, uh, yeah, what I heard and what I want all women to hear is like that you really give yourself the space to sit with the actual desire Mm -hmm. and feel it in your body and like, you know, envision, whoa, what would it be like? Cause I think there are just so many, you know, in general, so many women, and I imagine so many moms who are like, Oh, that thing. Okay. That looks cool. Okay. Like literally not even a possibility will not flirt with it because it's not safe. Right. Consider. Yeah. I'm noticing like, even as I'm speaking some, um, judgment or unsafeness, even right now coming up in my body. I'm like, but wait, I do take care of my kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah you're like, wait, hold on. I'm with them most of the time. I promise. I just do this stuff once in a while. And it's like, oh, wow. That's still coming up for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Thank you so much just for your generosity of like letting us um, feel you here, you know, because it's like you are all moms in some senses. Yeah. Wow. Mm. It's so beautiful. Hmm. I want to know like... um, obviously, you know, 15 year old, five year old, very different, um, ages. I want to know like how, like how it is for your kids that you've started doing some of this work. Like, does your 15 year old notice like, Oh, like what, what's that noticed? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Tell me like, what is he like? Oh God, mom, you're embarrassing me. Or like, what's what's the vibe in your house? (laughs) Well, yeah. He's like, you are so annoying now. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yep. Cause well, yeah, it's like every, at that age, it's just like, like, yeah. But like what he means is like, my change is so annoying. Oh yeah. Like my, Hey Roman. I'm noticing what came up. He's like, stop, stop, stop. Just yeah. like, 
<laughs> that's abnormal for him because I wasn't like that before. Whereas with my younger one, like that's so normal for her. Um, that's yeah. how I've always been with her. So yeah, it's very different for him. And um, yeah, just like what used to be so embarrassing for us with our parents was like, if one of our friends saw them at the grocery store and like for him, his biggest concern is like, someone's going to see you doing something weird and take a video of you and you're going to be a viral TikTok, and everyone will know oh. you're my mom. Oh my and God. Like, wow. These days, like, I'm like, wow, that's a whole other level. Yeah. So it's been really interesting, like parenting them so differently. Uh Um, And I find myself with my older one sometimes because I parented him the same way for so long. Like it's almost hard for me to integrate my my learnings into Mm -hmm. my parenting with him. With my younger one, like setting boundaries and discussing and exploring feelings and like letting yeah. him know that I'm going to be taking care of myself is so normal. And with him, it still doesn't quite land sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. It's like, wait, we're going to have to share our feelings and our heart now. Yeah. It's, it's scary. Yeah. We actually had this discussion uh, the other night. I was like, crying doing the dishes and I was crying about a lot of things and I just said to him like hey I'm not feeling great about how our relationship has been feeling for the last few weeks can we sit down and talk about it and how are you feeling how could you feel more loved by me and he's like can you stop I don't know and so it's like it's, it's hard, uh, to see this like kind of newer person Mm -hmm. that I'm becoming. And like, I think the, the old person felt there was like more comfort and familiarity with how I was before. Oh my goodness. Wow. I just, I really acknowledge you for keeping your heart open as a mom, like it, I just, wow. Mm. It's so, um, yeah, I can just imagine how confronting it is to be like, but I'm, I'm just trying to connect yeah. <laughs> with my 15 year old son. <laughs> yeah. It's a tough one. It's a hard age. Yeah, totally. Well, um, what do you want to say? Uh, it feels like we're getting sort of towards the end, but there, I think there's like a few other pieces that want to come through. Mm. Um, what do you want to say about like love relationships, sex, you know, just like all of these things that, uh, well, like, you know, sometimes with the single mom identity, just don't really go with that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to touch on that. Um, So yeah, I've been divorced for almost three years and I just started dating about seven months ago and got into a relationship. And so like navigating that 
on its own is, you know, blending the families. He has two children. So like blending the families. Um, but with, with sexuality and, you know, when I mentioned the thing about the, that, uh, collar around my pussy, it's just like, there's such a fear of any expression of sexuality and motherhood. So, you know, with like, with the custody stuff with my younger one, um, or excuse me, with the custody stuff with my older one, they have different dads. So when he and I went through this major custody battle, when I was barely 20 years old, it was extremely traumatizing. And there was this belief that like, anything I ever said and did was going to be used against me. And since I was so close to my teenage years, I was hardly out of high school. They were bringing up things I did in high school in my custody battle and like drinking or um, any expression of sexuality or did you smoke weed or, and it was just like, I mean, yes. (laughs) And I'm not right now, but seeing how it could be used against me was so traumatizing for me. Oh yeah. Of course. So I, yeah. So like I see myself now I've done so much work to release that, but I see myself now like having fear around expressing anything around my sexuality, or if I go to post something on Instagram, like, well, what if a judge saw this? What if we had to go back to court? What will they think? Like, um, um Will I not be seen as a good mother? Will it seem like I'm endangering my children because I'm having sex? Like, oh my um, gosh. Wow. Yeah. And um, I think that, I mean, that's it now. And like, you know, within the context of my marriage, it was like, yeah, like really coming to terms with your sexuality and seeing like your sexuality is separate from your motherhood. And they're like two different things was, was a tough one. Even just being like, yeah, I want to have sex was like, Mm. well, why you're a mother. Doesn't that fulfill you enough? (laughs) It's like, uh, no. Okay. Who is saying that I'd like to wring their neck. I mean, those actual <laughs> words were never said, yeah. of course, but of there was course. just this like, right. yeah, there was just this like belief and I'm not quite sure where it came from or, or who made me think it, but it was like, you, once you have kids, like you're done, you, you should, you're just, you're complete. Yeah. You don't need to express anything. You don't yeah. need sex. You should hate sex. Men should beg you for sex and you shouldn't like it yourself. Oh um, my gosh. So it's been, it's been uh, an interesting one to continue exploring and like unpacking those wounds around things being used against me and being fully expressed in that area. Mm -hmm. Wow. That is um, just a whole nother layer. You are just on a whole journey over here, Caitlin. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Um, Well, but yeah, what do you, I think um, just as we like do start to sort of um, come to the end here, what do you want to say to moms about their sexuality? Mm. 
What I want to say to moms about their sexuality is it is such a separate entity from your motherhood. Like your womanhood is not your motherhood. They are two completely separate things. They do merge. There's a lot of overlapping, but they actually can be extracted and be two completely different entities. And just like, oh, I'm not in mom mode right now. Like my kids are safe. They're taken care of. They are in another spot right now. And like, I can fully dive into my womanhood and my sexuality and my expression Mm -hmm. while they're not here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just like I hear so much just allowing and giving yourself permission and setting up like structures and support that have that be the case. It's like, okay, my kids are handled and it's like safe for me to express. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Gorgeous. Hmm. Okay. Well, um, as we, um, yeah, as we start to wrap up, um, I would love to hear, I know you have a program coming up and um, anything else that you want to share about how women can, um, can connect with you if uh, they, you know, feel some resonance here. Yeah. So the best place to connect with me is on Instagram. I've been really into the creative expression of like the reels. It's like unlocked this whole new world for me. So yeah, Instagram's the best spot to connect with me. And then I am starting this six week program on July 15th. And this is going to nurture the nurturers. Um, (laughs) It's going to be a spot where moms can like really step out of the motherhood role and into their womanhood role and see what, what are their wants? What are their desires? And like, I think as moms, we can tend to just put them so far back that it's not that we're not giving them to ourselves because sometimes we're not giving them to ourselves because we limit ourselves, but it's actually often because they're stuffed so far down. We don't even know what we want anymore. Just like going to Target alone (laughs) can seem like enough. And what I am going to do in this six week program is just like, yes, Target alone is fantastic. And like, what's the juiciest, like deepest thing that you want? And let's give it to you. Mm, Yeah. Let's just like feed the moms. Yeah. (laughs) I love that so much. Mm. Well, thank you so much for being here, Caitlin, and just for so generously sharing and and uh, unraveling some of the layers, you know, that you're really that you're really working through. Yeah, it was it was so fun to to connect with you about it. Mm, Awesome. All right, everybody. Um, Thank you for uh, for tuning in and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. If you got something from this episode, please share it with someone in your life 
and pop on over to iTunes to give us a five-star review. I'm so committed to more people custom creating their sex, relationships, and lives from desire. And this podcast is a big part of that. If you have ideas for the show or want to learn more about working with me as a coach, head on over to my Instagram at Kaylin McDuff or my website, kaylinmcduff.com. See you next time.